It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Alstom. Oh, oh yes, it, it is being live streamed. It is car con carne. Uh, and welcome to it. I'm James Van Alstom. Welcome to episode 665, which means. Episode 666 is on the way. Uh, as I do this, as I'm recording the show tonight on Wednesday, the 22nd of September, you should know that episode four of the sister podcast of Carcon County, the Music of Chicago podcast, is ready to roll out on Friday. It happens every Friday. It is actually music in a podcast. I know what you're thinking. I never hear songs in a podcast. There's a reason for that. Copyright issues. Podcasts are mechanical downloads. You can't share someone else's copyrighted content. Uh, if you do so as a podcaster, you could lose the house. All the songs that you hear, you will hear on the Music of Chicago podcast. Again, the companion podcast uh, have been generously provided for inclusion by the rights holders, the license, the publishing rights owners of those songs. Music of Chicago, episode four, coming this week. Uh, if you're in a band, if you're an artist, a musician, you'd like to be part of the Music of Chicago Carconcarney.com, C-A-R-C-O-N-C-A-R-N-E.com is where you can find all that information. Again, it's like it's a companion podcast, so all the, all the information is there. Uh, speaking of Carcon Carney, I was at Riot Fest this past weekend. The Riot Fest interviews are up. You can hear my chats with Les Savi Fav, Mighty Mighty Boston's, Bull Weevils, Devin K, Hepcats, Airstream Futures, etc. They're all live on all the podcast platforms, on YouTube, Facebook, etc. And coming up soon... On Caracon Carne, in fact, tomorrow night, punk musician and celebrated visual artist Camille Rose Garcia will be joining me. I'll be talking to Haunted Houses. I'll be talking to new restaurants. Uh, songwriter and guitar whiz Nathan Graham will be returning to the show. And Eddie Money's kid, he makes cool music. Des Money will be joining me on Caracon Carne soon. Eddie Money's kid. Uh, but as for right now, it is officially last call for Adderall. It is the return of Capgun Heroes to the show. Gentlemen. Uh, the big question I have is I look at you in two separate screens on this Zoom meeting. Most of the band is in one place. Matt Capgun is in another place. Has Matt been bad? Uh, he's, well, he's always a pain in the ass, but I don't know if he's, he's been bad. Uh, now, he, he was just, uh, he had to work today, so the, he's, he lives a little further away from the rest of us, so he wasn't able to make the drive in. All right. Well, Matt, we'll, we'll try to make sure that the time is shared equally so you don't feel left out. I know they're, I they're like that. they're drinking behind the bar. I mean, I mean it, it, it's kind of isolating. What are you guys are you drinking beer? What are you drinking here? Three, one, two on tap for me. Tito's. Tito's. Coffee. And that guy. You got, you got an all nighter going, Joe. You're going to need a little pick Always me up. An all-nighter. Always an all nighter. I understand that. All right. So last call for Adderall. Capcom Heroes have a new album. It comes out on Friday. It is it is Ramon's core. And if you are unfamiliar with what Ramon's core is, it's exactly what you think it is. Uh, it's the long awaited follow up to who the fuck are these dorks? Uh, this is this is something we've all been waiting for. And gentlemen, last time I saw you in the flesh, so to speak, in person, uh, you were recording a video, the, the lead single for that girl from this album there's actually a video people can see it uh let's start right there let's let's talk about the song let's talk about the teen idols reference uh tell me about it well i mean obviously the teen idols were 
uh, a band that was very close to Chicago. They were heavily around the the, the scene around the fire set. So we, we, we saw that band a lot when we were younger and we're all big fans of it. Um, when we were writing the song, we were just trying to have fun. Um, it was actually one of the last songs we wrote for the record. Um, and you know, the references just kind of came out. And once we, we threw out a couple of references for uh, some of the bands that we really like, like teen idols, uh, TBR, and obviously, you know, Dan Bappin and the cheats uh, and those guys. Um, you know, we, we just went and had some fun with it and uh, it worked out really well because uh, we, we got to reference our friends over at Siren Records uh, in the back half of the song. And, um, you know, they're just great people. It's a great store. I mean, obviously you've been there, so you know what we're talking about. Uh, and it was a blast to be able to go there and shoot and have everyone involved. And uh, especially in the middle of COVID, you know, that right in, kind of in the middle of COVID when there was really nothing you could do. Um it, it was a lot of fun to get together and, and do something, uh, you know, resembling playing a live show. So, because right. it, it felt weird. Like I, I understand what this is. I, I know what live music is, but it's been so long. Is this okay to do this? It's kind of to go on a little sidetrack. I knew you guys were all at Riot Fest this weekend. We that were. felt weird. That felt really weird to me. I had a great time, but it felt really weird. It did. We were just talking about that, saying how much it, you know. It, and, and you just kind of, you know, you felt yourself just getting back to normal and just enjoying, you know, everything that's, you know, great about Ride Fest. I mean, obviously so many great bands. You able to see the Bull Weevils, Lawrence Arms. Uh, I mean, there's just so many great bands. But then, yeah, you kind of, every once in a while, you had a little bit of a reminder of, okay, people are getting really close here. Uh -huh. <laughs> We're still in COVID. I, I don't know yeah. if I need you grabbing on me when I don't know you. Um, yeah. But it, it was a great time. And it was something that I, I, I'll speak for myself that I know I truly missed. And I mean, I, I've still been kind of just savoring it since uh, Sunday. So anything to add, Joe, fellow cap guns. Uh, I actually completely forgot about COVID for a couple hours. <laughs> I, I, I took it like it was any other concert. I like when it was over with, I kind of realized, man, <laughs> there's a little pandemic going around right, right now. and didn't think twice about it till the end, but uh, Dr. Daryl Wilson, frontman of the Bull Weevils, when they took the stage, it, it was either before the first song or shortly thereafter. He thanked everyone in the crowd. He thanked Riot Fest for following these mitigations to make it a safe environment, which I, there is some comfort in that. Let everyone had to check in and show their proof of vaccination because I, I swear to God, I was walking around Saturday and it felt like it was 2019 again. And I like movement was a little restricted. I'm like, I, I it was it was a little stressful for me. I got I pushed past it, but it just it's so it's so weird to jump back in yeah. after, after going cold turkey. And, and as you said, though, they did do a great job. I mean, obviously, verifying those who are vaccinated, verifying those that had a negative COVID test, but also the on-site COVID testing for those people that you know didn't have the proof and wanted to be able to get in and enjoy it. So I thought that was really cool that they they had that there available for everybody. So they, they did a great job and it, it really was a great event. Um, so many great, I mean, it was awesome to see the bull weevils. They, their set was amazing. So that was, well, Daryl is a physical good for as tall as Daryl is. He's, he bends and moves in ways he probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, yeah. I, I had a great time. I thought fever three, three, three on Sunday was 
that was the most acrobatic act I've seen on a ride fest stage. And as long as I can remember, um, body count was, it was ice motherfucking tea on stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to get him, you're going to get him the only way he knows how it goes in the neighborhood. It was great. It, it was super fun. All right. Back to Cap Gun Heroes, who are the subjects of this episode of Carcoon Carney. Again, the new release, it, it is, it'll be streamable everywhere. Last call for Adderall. Uh, just because I like saying it, it is the long awaited follow up to who the fuck are these dorks? <laughs> we talked about the uh, the Teen Idols reference. It, it, you guys are definitely referential. Uh, back it up. You referenced the Fireside Bowl. I mean, these are your roots, right? I mean, coming up in the 90s, playing Fireside, being part of that world. Yeah, I think it's just fun to, when you're writing a song, kind of throw a little bit of those references from your hometown uh, into them. And um, I don't know. I mean, that Joe wrote that song, so I'll let him speak for that one. Ah, just to me, it fit the song. It's uh it's an in-your-face song, and Fireside was kind of in-your-face venue. So I just, you know, I thought it flowed really well. That's Agreed. Pretty much it. Uh, after living with these songs for a little while now, my favorite, my favorites have kind of bounced back and forth. I think I'm stuck on Heroes. I think that's my, uh, that's the one that stays with me the most. H e r o e s, Heroes. I that's that's a they, they, how can you not sing along to that? No, I, I, I could tell you. <laughs> I was going to say, the funny thing is with that one is is it's always a back and forth, even with doing it for the album. It's always been a back and forth of, do we really want to do that? Do we really want to go there? <laughs> yes. Or do we just want to let it sit and just have fun with it when no one's around? And it got to the point where it became more than what we started with it on and as a result it goes out to the masses yeah i mean it, it was initially it wasn't even one that we were looking at for the record um we we started writing it having fun because uh what we were all big lillington fans so and we were you know we liked that song and we were still like we should do our own version of that like you know we're anything as good as the lillingtons so um and <laughs> we started chanting that and then wrote the song and then we're like you know actually this sounds pretty good so why don't we keep it? And, you know, it, we'll just, uh, you know, we paid homage to the Ramones and Riverdales on, on Dorks and Heroes is a way of paying homage to the Lillingtons, which is another band that all of it is important to all of us. I love that. I actually think that started as uh, like a text message joke, uh, Heroes. And then we just came in one day to rehearsal and we're like, well, why don't we try this and then kind of just went from a joke to making the album so it was kind of an interesting way of uh creating that song as i'm watching matt talk and that's great perspective i can't help but feel that matt is here for a meeting with hr and like <laughs> like matt sit down um thank you we, we <laughs> are you doing okay would you like some water um uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've done yeah, you could really go for a chicken parm sandwich yeah matt you know you've done a great job but it's been a tough year and <laughs> it's been a tough year <laughs> some some hard choices had to be made we think you're a great guy thank we, you we do. you're a great guy and you've done some great work for us 
Uh, please continue. Please continue. All right. But all right. Go back to the Cap Gun Heroes. Uh, to Cap Gun Heroes. This is great pop punk stuff. You know, I talk about Heroes as a fun song to sing along with. I mean, Stuck With You it was made for singing along. I'm stuck with you. Ooh, that's uh, that's textbook pop punk catchy, catchy stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it's a fun song. And it, it's another I, I, no one's ever going to confuse us with being, uh, a, you know, Bob Dylan or or any of the, you know, real songwriters uh, in music. Um, you know, that was another song that was. I wrote the chorus on a Saturday after practice and was actually kind of shocked at how catchy it came out. So sent it over to Joe. And then as Joe normally does, he filled it in with stories about girls that he felt stalking when he was younger, even though I think that's all in his head. Um, I think any of these girls were ever stalking Joe. So, um, you know, it was just a really fun song and it just kind of came out of nowhere, which is, I think what happens on a lot of the songs that we write, there's, there's, there's not a lot of, uh, serious uh subject matter in them you know it's interesting you're not teenagers one might <laughs> no, one, not at all one, one might say not even close but you do a really fine job of capturing that high school vibe that spirit which i that that's a talent i mean to make songs that i think would be relatable to a 14 year old going through some shit <laughs> it's not a 40 year old or a 50 year old <laughs> I, maybe I, yeah. You know, some sometimes you forget how old you are. I thought, and you look at you look in the mirror, you see all the silver, you see the receding line, you still just forget about your age and think about back when you were nice. That's and the young. beauty of music. That's the beauty of music. That's beauty that's the whole thing right there. The couple hours worth of practice, the the forty five minute sets in front of you. You don't feel it until after you walk off the stage or you walk out of the practice room. Then all of a sudden you're just like. Oh shit, that hurt. My back. My back. Yeah, yeah for sure. My knees. Uh-huh. All right. So did you just record this over the uh over the pandemic? Was this your pandemic break we're listening to? It it, it was. I mean, that was the you know, we've we you know it was funny with, with the EP with the with Dork's EP, um, we really felt that we were, you know going into 2020 really strong and we were looking forward to playing a lot of shows and um, we weren't sure what recording new material was going to look like. We were actually talking about just possibly, you know, doing another EP sometime uh, later in 2020. And obviously with everything that happened with the pandemic, um, we really couldn't get out and do anything. I mean, we, we didn't really do much of anything for, uh, for the first three or four months of the pandemic. Um, everyone was kind of doing their own things individually. We were trying to share ideas, getting together over Zoom, just in a lot of ways, just to hang out with each other because we we kind of missed hanging out with, you know, just us as a band. So we were getting together over Zoom, just having drinks, kind of like what we're doing now. It, it was um, basically Saturday nights were Zoom time for the band. We'd just sit down, all jump on Zoom, have some drinks and talk shit to each other. And finally, as things started to somewhat get uh, you know, I guess you can say get a better understanding of what we were dealing with and how we could make ourselves feel comfortable with mask and, uh, you know, being in a, a larger space. We we got started to get back together and work and writing songs and doing that really kind of motivated us because we really realized how much we missed it. Um, so then, yeah, we got back to work on it and um, finished it over. Uh, 2000. We actually I think we recorded. What was it? The, uh, the spring. 
of uh, I don't remember yesterday. I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the recording took place uh, uh, late, late winter, early spring, and and then we got it all done. And unfortunately, due to the pandemic, still we've been sitting on it for quite a while. So um, we're we're really happy with uh, to be able to have it finally coming out this Friday. Uh, you know, we have a, a great label in Hey Pizza that's putting it out. Um, you know, there's a lot of other great bands on that label that we're we're happy to be label mates with. That, that we, we we like all those bands and all their music. And it, there's some new bands on there, and then there's some bands that are kind of uh, really well known, and, and some that are legends in in the in that kind of bubblegum pop punk Ramones core uh, little bubble. So uh, we're enjoying, it. we're happy to put it out, and hopefully uh, everybody likes it. And there, and to be fair, there are some serious songs that are not all of them. I mean, I know we're kind of refusing to grow up, which is, I think, what this band, why we started the band again, because we felt like we were getting old, so we turned our turn back time. But um, there are some, I think, more mature songs on there. For sure. For sure. I do like Operation Chaos, which uh, they're just fast buzzsaw, insistent guitar work. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a fun song, right? And that, that one came out of, uh, so I, I read a book about Charles Manson and the CIA and how the they, they tie all of it back to the CIA was uh, basically brainwashing them and supporting. Maybe let it fly in here. So. It wasn't me. Uh, but so it was a really good book. And I was really intrigued by uh, you know, everything that they talked about in there with MK Ultra and how uh, they were, you know, providing, uh, you know, uh, you know, antibiotics for all of Charles Manson's, you know, female followers who were <laughs> loaded up with sexual transmitted disease, how they were actually bailing them out of, of jail because they were testing uh, all of the, uh, the drugs that and that's how they, uh, you know, makes you wonder, did, did they actually become a little, uh, a little uh, crazy due to what the government did to him. So anyway, that's where that came from. And the less fancy answer is Jimmy had a concept for a song called Operation Chaos. We wrote some music and then we just went back to the subject material and wrote some lyrics. Well, here's the here's the beautiful thing. <laughs> that explanation was actually longer than the song is on the album. <laughs> you, said, you said you said long answers are good. I did. I totally did. You get what you ask. I feel like Matt needs to talk. We're, we're here to please Ben. That was, Jimmy, that was so, thank you so much for that information. <laughs> I am so much smarter from what you just said. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Thank so you to, for being here. To summarize, to summarize, uh, this Friday, Streamable on all platforms. It is last call for Adderall. Will there be a physical manifestation of this? There is. It's coming out on vinyl, released on Hate Pizza Records. Um, and uh, pre-orders are up now on HatePizzaRecords.com. So uh, go out and get one. I love it. I love it. And uh, before we leave, Matt, we're going to need your key and your access card. <laughs> and and I can give you my stapler if you want. Uh, my stapler, here's yours. 
Thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll see you out. Uh, Kepka and Heroes, thank you again for doing this. I think this is like round three for you on Carcon Carney. Thank you for, for jumping on the show. Uh, again, we'll listen to your new stuff. We'll support you when music hits on Friday. Uh, thank you, guys. Keep keep uh, enjoying yourself behind the bar tonight. We'll, we'll catch up soon. Thanks. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you.